This is the Alternative Media, exposing government corruption, defending our suspended constitution, demanding the rights of we the people, broadcasting the truth the puppet media dare not report. Long live liberty and death to the new world order. Prepare yourself. This is the Alternative Media. Good morning and welcome to the Alternative Media. This is your fill-in co-host, or fill-in host for Farron's show. Farron is still on hiatus, folks, and we will uh, give updates as they are available. But we are going to keep the live slot open. The show must go on, and we have the Alternative Media here on Republic Broadcasting. I am Richard Carey. I do the... Beyond the Official Narrative broadcast. That's Monday through Friday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Central on RBN. And I've done a bit of filling in around here before. So let's get right into it. Today is Saturday, March 18th, 2023. And I have a couple of excellent co-hosts here on the panel joining me today, folks, to go over the news and take your calls I have William Repillum with us. William has been around the station a while. He's a host as well now. He's hosting National Intel Report every Wednesday. And, of course, that's uh, 5 to 7 Central. Uh, Be sure to check that out. And now he's hosting what had previously been Jeremy from Kentucky's slot in the evenings on Fridays. He joins Jeremy Thursday nights on In Plain Sight. Uh, as his co-host, that's uh, Thursdays from 9 to 10 Central. But now 9 to 10 Central Fridays is his slot, uh, Red Pill Punch Bowl with William Repillum. So William Repillum, a welcome to the show, sir, and congratulations about all your developments here at Republic Broadcasting. Thank you so much, Richard. Uh, yes, and thank you for having me on today. It's, a, it's an honor to be on Farron's show to fill in for him, and uh, and hopefully we can uh, do his show some justice. And yeah, it's been it's been great. And I really appreciate that intro. Thank you. And I'm pleased to announce something else to you and the the listeners here, William. I actually arranged for this to be a a special, uh, well, a special reuniting of sorts with you and your previous host so i I have here none other than the infamous illustrious host of the uh in former in hiatus revision media broadcast falling dominoes none other than gregory mcgill here with us today gregory welcome hey hey guys how's it hearing me here hey, you good. good. Look, hey, we're getting we're getting the band back together. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gre- yeah, Gregory, you were doing great with your show, Falling Dominoes, on on Republic Broadcast on a uh, Revision Media, and you brought William Repillum here on pretty early on, one of the first episodes. You know, mm-hmm. you said, you know, I know this guy. He he's so well read. You know, he's, he's since he's been getting into this stuff, and he just he absorbs knowledge like a sponge. He's got so much history from the books he's been reading. I I really want to bring this guy on with me. 
and yeah, he, he impressed everyone. I and mean, he's been uh, trucking along here quite a bit. And yeah, so, but yeah, he owes everything. He always reminds me, he just reminded me yesterday. He owes everything to you, Gregory, which got everything oh, going. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love you guys. Yeah, yeah I love you guys. I, right. I've missed, I've missed doing the shows. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm super glad to be back. It's, this is awesome. Uh, uh, the RBN audience is probably one of the, uh, the hippest audiences we could ever we could we, we could ever interact with, and it's just fantastic that we have this uh, media outlet, this real media outlet, to uh, you know to, to broadcast with to the people with, and it's fantastic. Um, I'm glad to be here. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear some of the feedback from you, gentlemen, as I go through some some news and headlines for the, the listeners here, but for first, right. uh, perhaps you'd like to uh, explain to the listeners why you felt uh, the show name falling dominoes uh, had some relevance. Well, my wife came up with the name we were trying to kick around names for the show. And she, and she's the one who said, well, what about falling dominoes? Because once all the dominoes fall, they each hit each other and connect each other and then fall down. And then uh, it's, Usually you can spell something out, right, once they all fall. And once they all fall, you see everything. And kind of in real time, that's what we've been seeing, is thing, one thing knocks another one down, knocks another one down, knocks another one down. And then you know, it's just one after the other until you see the big picture. And that's kind of how we've been chipping away at it, you know, and seeing all this stuff. And uh, I, I, I never, when we first started this, I, I never thought it was going to get as absurd and crazy and as what a clown show that it really is now <laughs> did, did you guys ever think it was going to get this crazy you know when we first started seeing this stuff and uh when the election was stolen and all this all these things i i, I don't know it, it was just really i was surprised ex- I, I i didn't know it was going to get kind of as bad as it's gotten so fast actually accelerating yeah, at a much I, faster pace william yes i did <laughs> mm-hmm I thought it was. I'm, a, get I'm not as smart bad. as you are, buddy. <laughs> and worse. That's, that's why I brought you in. <laughs> well, okay, but what about like five, ten years ago, William? You know, or, or uh, he's, you know, you look back five, further in the past. Oh, ten years, years ago? Yeah. Ten years ago, right, I was right. not awake yet. Five years ago, no. I was just waking up, and um, right. and then yeah, I mean, you, you're making a good point, Greg. Um, right now, I yeah, definitely. Uh, it has gotten to a point where it's 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 metastasized to such there filth and just disgust. We can't even believe that this is a world we live in. No, yep. yeah, and, there, and there's so many. It's not recognizable. You yeah, know? I was chatting, chatting with my father when uh, we were a couple. Kids. That's what I tell my son. It's unrecognizable from when we we're. I can't even. I can't even relate to what he's growing up in. He's almost mm-hmm. twenty. I can't even. Yeah. I mean. I, I just can't even, it's like, it's unrecognizable to what we, we, we grew up. We actually grew up understanding some things about liberty and the Constitution and things like that. We had Schoolhouse Rock in the mornings on Saturday morning teaching us about the Constitution and things like right. that. They don't have anything like that. Yeah, they don't even know they're I've, right. I've seen so much just in my lifetime. I mean, I'm, I'm a few years younger than you, Gregory. I'm, I'm what, like right now I'm 46. And I was talking right. to my father on the phone about a week and a half ago. And well, he he's he was a bit older when he uh, had a child. So he's he's he was born in 1941, you know. So, he, so he's a 
Yeah, he's quite a bit my senior. I, I, I mentioned to him, though, you know, I mean, him being, what, like 81? Things have changed so yeah. much just in my lifetime. In his, for, for what he's seen in his lifetime, it must seem like a completely different country. And he said, well, yeah, that's right. not even an exaggeration at all. It, it is not a completely different country. And he, he he's a retired Chicago policeman, so he's seen a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, a boomer retired demographic. Yeah, he's been through it. Yeah. Yeah, to be born in forty-one, and then, that's a huge part of it, right? He was he was right before the boomers, you know. He he was born right before the yeah. boomers, right <laughs> during the war. And and the war, the war. You 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 seem to find revisionism, of course, and and Jewish power a very important. Gregory, you certainly made that clear on your falling dominoes broadcasts, because that yeah. that that is a key to making the dominoes uh, start to topple. It's the it's the it's the domino that knocks them all the rest of them down. It's, Everything about our modern society is based on the lies of World War II. It can't be understated how important it is, actually. It really can't. I, I think it's, the, it's the everything. It's the, it's, the, it's the linchpin lie that holds it all together. And that once that lie falls, it all falls. And that's why it's so important that they keep it alive all the time and that they pour endless resources into keeping that, the whole Hitler myth and everything. And uh, all, that, all that is just, it's their bread and butter. It's their everything. They lose it all and, if that one's gone. And, and you've been to a lot of live um, events with a lot of speakers, you know, truthers, and that over the years, Gregory. You've been in this uh, active longer than I have. I mean, I was exposed to William About Cooper's book. Now. Yeah, I mean, I was exposed to William Cooper's book, uh, Behold a Pale Horse, back, back in the 90s right. when I was a teen. But, uh, yeah, I didn't really get as knowledgeable of anything beyond reading what's in that book, including the protocols. But, you know, that gave me right. some... But, yeah, it, it was quite a bit later that I really started getting more information, uh, really mostly from Internet uh, interviews, people who do a lot of interviews with people, you know. And, and uh, I don't know, I got into Red Ice, and I, I remember that was pretty oh, early yeah, on. Yeah. But, but RBN yeah, was, was an early uh, uh, influence for me, really, when I started getting more, more serious about uh, taking in information. And uh, but, yeah, you were you were active in, in those areas. I mean, I've heard people talking about different eras, you know, uh, people have been in this for varying amounts of years from interviews. Right. And, you know, some talk about how it was a, there was a surge of more truthers when 9-11 happened in the in the wake of that gradually the years following. And then, of course, again, uh, well, even the metaphysical crowd in particular will stress 2012. But it's no joke because it's strange. I really started looking into stuff more around 2012 is when I think I was finally looking into even like Alex Jones. I, I don't even think I bothered paying attention to much until around yeah. 2012. It's funny, you know, I don't know. But so it, you yeah, know, it, it's you, curious. So there was a shift in consciousness then. And then now there are the medical truthers from the COVID uh, mm -hmm. aftermath, you know, and we have a whole new generation of those. So a lot of people are scrambling what to even focus on, what's most important to expose the beast and all this, you know, right. I mean, some think it's about things about the shots, you know, and explaining that we have UK uh, people getting a little more vocal on that. UK MP was just out there making a speech to parliament about vax harms. And YouTube pulled it down straight away, of course. No no oh, surprise yeah. there. We have this crazy banking situation now. You know, we don't know how much of that's a PSYOP. Uh, some are saying they're going to try to push us toward central bank digital currencies uh, in the wake of, of, of what happens here. Uh, there are claims that they're going to bail out banks, but mostly the big banks and the people who have a lot of money in them. You know, the, the ultra rich are the main ones who will be protected. Smaller banks they may let go under is, is what we're hearing. Uh, Janet Yellen was just out there. Uh, there, one headline says Janet Yellen just poured 
lighter fluid on every small bank in America because of what I just described there. Uh, so, yeah, they just want to bail out the, the richest uh, in that is the way it's going so far. Trump is back on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's that. not. <laughs> That's great. But uh, it, se- it seems even uh, Trump uh, Truth Social had a downgrade a bit, just like so many companies with the economy uh, laying off workers already. Not quite as big as he thought. You have Elon out there. Some people think is such a savior. I don't trust the guy. You know, anyone wants to chip you. <laughs> you shouldn't trust. Yeah, it'd be that. But guy, he's he's right? AI, he's pushing back AI. against. But he's pushing back against the uh, censorship on the shots and lockdowns. Even talking about critical race theory, Elon is trying to get you know uh, controversial for for his position there. Who knows what they'll wind up doing with him? Uh, those in power. Hearing about the Trilateral Commission in the news, I just mentioned Cooper's book. And after William Cooper's book, I've hardly heard, heard anyone even talk about the Trilateral Commission in recent years. You know, it's all World Economic Forum. You hardly even hear Bilderberg anymore. But, uh, yeah, we have an article over at Activist Post. Trilateral Commission declares 2023 the year is year one of the new global order. You know, I've already talked so much here. here Gregory, would you like to comment on some of that? Well. I'm going to take it back to what you were originally saying about people waking up and how it's been, and there's different, uh, you know, levels of it or whatever, and you go, uh, back in the day when we all started this, remember, the censorship really wasn't there like it is now, and we could find everything that we needed to on the Internet, and they knew that it was waking people up, and, of course, that's why this cancel culture is probably more in it. It's not about really protecting people's feelings. It's stopping people from waking up. And that's really the whole idea, because we had we had access to everything for so for so long for a while when it started up, and now the same thing is happening with TikTok. TikTok is waking people up. Uh, they are uh, the the meta platforms are losing so much money because of TikTok. Uh, you know, because now you can go on there and you can get famous and you can even monetize it. And I'm finding all kinds of stuff on TikTok. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok. That's very re- re- reminiscent of how it used to be in the, uh, you know, some of the earlier days of the internet. Yeah, there's censorship on there, but it's not as bad. I- I'm on there all the time, going do this, do that, and they haven't pulled me. So, <laughs> which I thought that would have, you know, it would have been a long time ago on any of the other platforms. So they're they're really coming after TikTok right now, and it does look to me like they might. They, they might ban it because they're saying, oh, it's because they track everything. Well, they all track everything, every single one of them. They all track everything exactly the same. There's nothing different there. Uh, that, that's, they're, they're acting like that's the reason. No, they're losing money, and it's waking people up. So they, they, they want it gone. And, you know, they're, they're, they have to control all the information they always have. And, and the Internet was probably the biggest thing that they let out of the bag and had to, had to control. And that's why we're here, because we all woke up at that time when we had the internet and we had the unlimited uh, internet for a while where we could find anything. It was all there, you know, not so, not anymore. You got to dig or, or you have to, uh, you know, be listening to the right people or have your head in the right book. Right. And who, and how does that happen? You have to really, you know, have your own, you have to have good connections and good, you know, a good uh, BS detector and discernment and things like that. And we didn't have, it, it was easier for us to find information even five years ago. You know, uh, 10 years ago, for sure it was. Absolutely. It was wide open. Now, no. It's really hard to find this. So it's important what you guys are doing, what we're doing. I think it's, it, it can't be understated what other people are doing. 
Uh, I mean, Mike King, we all love Mike King, right? He's got the Real History Channel. You know, things like that. It's huge. It's huge. Well, hey, and by the way, um, yeah, Mike, Mike King's channel is uh, station is realhistorychan.com. He had to change it because mm-hmm. he got kicked off. Real History yeah. Chan. And you know what, Greg? Uh, you know this, uh, but not everybody knows it, but Mike King's books, I bought them all. There were like 13 or 12 or 13 of them. And I yeah. bought them all like like in a matter of six months or so. And I would read them when I was walking to the train station on my way to go to work or whatever uh, and read them on the train and read them coming home. And uh, mm-hmm. I would, uh, you know, immerse myself in those books. And they books have a lot of overlap. It started with The Bad War. It started with and then Planet Rothschild, yep. Volume 1 and 2. And then uh, I don't like Ike Eisenhower, who was a total scumbag. Right. And then uh, uh, Eisen, and then the, the book about uh, about uh, Churchill, the British Mad Dog. Uh, and yep. then the, the book about Roosevelt. The Roosevelt's mm-hmm. actually both of Roosevelt's. Yeah. Um, those books have Joseph a lot of from over- Wisconsin. Those books have I, a lot of overlap in them, and yep, uh, so I was able to bolster my education and reinforce it. You know, get all the basic stuff about World War II. And in Mike's books, it does say, hey, if you can refute anything in the book, uh, I'll pay you. He hoppers up to $500 in some cases. So, um, you know, you know the guy's uh, telling the truth. I've corroborated everything he's saying in other books and other history and through peer review through the rest of us on Facebook. You realize we were all doing peer review on Facebook. We were. And we were having exactly. those discussions with each other. And we used to have knock-down, drag-out discussions with other truthers. Everybody's right. looking, you know, because we all are, are getting – come from different sources. There was a lot of, uh, con, you know, back and forth about, was Hitler a Rothschild? They lost that argument. Hitler, Hitler was not a Rothschild. Uh, Hitler, absolutely not. That argument holds no water. That's the Christopher yeah. John Bjorkneys. I'm sorry, Christopher John Bjorkneys, but your book, Hitler, Bolshevik, and Zionist, holds no yeah. water. Uh, yeah, it's a, a, it's a Just straight up yeah. lies. Period. It's easy to destroy that argument. Oh, yeah. Hitler's the only one who's ever arrested a Rothschild, and to this it's still the still the largest ransom bail ever held for any human being ever. And then they paid it. It was, you know, millions of dollars. Oh, I forget what the figure was, but he, even to this day, no one's ever bailed out that much money. So, yeah, I mean, they did arrest. They didn't persecute them. They prosecuted them. So, <laughs> you know. Well, that's, that's persecuting they, in their book. Any kind oh, of, yeah. uh, the Jew will, will strike you. At, the Jew will cry as he strikes you. Persecution. pain. Why are you yeah. persecuting me as he's strangling you to death and you're dying and you're, you're yeah. blood you know, torturing Projection. you to death. And, and with all this increasing police state power and, uh, you know, all of this government supported critical race theory and cultural Marxism, straight out communism, which is political Jewry, you know, you don't hear many people i mean so many are unwilling to go there they believe that official story written by the victors of world war ii and you know they'll they'll, they'll refer to oh you know we must let, mustn't be like those those fascist evil national socialists yeah. you know never blame communism yeah, I mean, that's really it. yeah yeah but uh They're there's not so allowed to question speak. it remember the i have a lot more it, right don't believe what you're not allowed to question 
right? And That's we're not right. allowed to question lots of things. And, and, and well, I have a lot more. Yeah. I have a lot more articles. I want to hear from you, gentlemen, and I don't want to hear callers too. So right. we'll be back, folks. Please stick around. Woo-hoo. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Inflation control is population control. I'm Peter Serafine with this week's Liberty Minute and a reminder to get your body ready to fight the next virus with quercetin plus zinc from Liberty Lighthouse Wellness. Find it at liberty-lighthouse.com. The U.S. Federal Reserve was created by Congress to provide the nation with a safer, more flexible, and more stable monetary and financial system. One way that they do this is by attempting to control inflation. But is that really a good thing? The money in your pocket or in your bank account isn't really money at all. It's fiat currency with no physical backing. It is worth less every time the government prints more. Contrast the current system to actual minted money. A quarter minted before 1965 contains about $3.50 worth of silver today. A quarter dollar from 1965 isn't even worth $2.50 today. So the value of silver has increased by 1,400%, but because of artificially manipulated inflation, the dollar has only gone up by 950% during that same time. You see, inflation is only bad when all of our money is fake fiat currency. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, Sivas Pashem, Parabellum. In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed. But you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home, all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. And we're back, folks, here on the Alternative Media. Richard Carey filling in for Farron Schof on hiatus here. I have 
Gregory McGill and William Rapillum with me today. And yeah, we were just talking about how people are, are reacting to this incre- increasing police state and blaming all of the wrong uh, sources, still not learning from history as the biggest issue with all of that. And, you know, yeah, we are hearing a lot of reference, of course, uh, to the Nuremberg trials and that we need a new Nuremberg uh, Nuremberg 2.0 for these uh, mRNA shot manufacturers and everything. And, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, Gregory, you've looked into this. I mean, even all of what we've heard about uh, Mengele, there's so much uh, exaggeration and in, in like, you know, these evil uh, scientists liars. who are torturing and experimenting. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Liars. They're just, I mean, by all honest and real accounts, and like you said, real history is what matters. That's the only thing we can learn from. You don't, we don't, we're not learning anything from the fake stuff. They just keep us doing the same things over and over again. But, you know, Mengele was actually, uh, he, by all honest, and he was just an ordinary labor camp physician, a good one, too. Just a, but they had, to, they had to, you know, demonize somebody, and he had to be the poster boy for it. And they hated his family because his family owned Mengele Industries, which was very uh, uh, instrumental in the war effort. They were an engineering firm, and they did a lot of stuff. For you know, for for the war, German war machine, basically. So they hated him, and they they hung it on him. And you know, the Jews lie, so I I wouldn't trust anything that any testimony they say about any of that stuff. He was just a normal dude. But anyway, that whole Nuremberg thing. Uh, what what a what, what probably the biggest travesty of justice in uh, that you uh, in court ever. It was a giant kangaroo, uh, a giant communist-led kangaroo revenge show. That's all it was, because, you know, how dare you stand up to us? Now look what we're going to do to you. And we, we all know that, the, that they suspended any kind of uh, rules of evidence. We're all suspended for the so-called trials. Um, just uh, How can you have a trial without evidence, first of all? That's why I don't understand. How are you, how are you even going to have one? Um, anyway, they're just the biggest. It's, when you look into that, that whole, the whole trial scenario, it was the biggest joke of a trial probably that the world has ever seen. And they on stage, front and center, for everybody to see, of course, you know. And, 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 and yeah, I, they're yeah. using the same, they use the same yeah, formula with yeah. the 9-11, 9-11 commission then to use the same formula, the same blueprint, and, and now we're having some right. vaccine commission or something, right? <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, they, that's what they've done. They, they set the precedent with, with, those, with that sham, with the whole Nuremberg sham, and people think it was some kind of delivery of justice when it was exactly the opposite. William? Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, now the whole there they re- resurrected using the Nuremberg trials, Nuremberg code uh, for you know the, the so-called truthers that are speaking out against the vaccines, and you know they're not willing to come out and and, and challenge the virus hoax. Uh, so they're perpetrating the stupid gain-of-function research nonsense. Uh, there's uh, no such thing as gain-of-function research when viruses don't uh, make you sick. Um, so right. that's that. Uh, if you don't believe me, go listen to Tom Cowan and uh, Andy Kaufman and all those guys have exposed this. They've, they've exposed Judy Mikovits. Uh, you know, per, um, she can't explain her way out of a paper bag without just going in circles with a bunch of doctor talk that makes no sense to anybody. Uh, so, you know, watch Plandemic. It's a good like entry level uh, a show to watch, you know, to get, you know, on the on the truth train. But that doesn't end there. Uh, you got to keep going. And so the yeah. Nuremberg, they keep talking about using the Nuremberg trials. 
Well, the Nuremberg, the people that did the Nuremberg trials originally, they need their own Nuremberg trials. So we, we need to, uh, unfortunately, they're all gone. They can't be because the, the Germans were un, unfairly accused and put through these Nuremberg trials, uh, you know, for crimes that they did not commit. Dr. Mengele uh, was not this uh, crazy doctor. And this I got to call out uh, Catherine Austin Fitz. I, I, I became disillusioned with her because she promoted a couple of things. Um, you know, she's rightly uh, called out and said that the dual citizenship thing is a real problem with Israel and everything. Good for her for doing that. I realize she's uh, travels to Europe and does all that and she doesn't want to get arrested. But she's also done things like promoted the book, uh, the, 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 the uh, what was the name? That was a book about the Nazi punch cards. Nazi punch cards. It was a stupid book that promotes the stupid lie of the Holocaust. It's, it's dumb. Uh, it's a dumb book. Glad I don't know uh, about that one. Yeah, it's those Nazi punch cards or something. It's not what not joke. what it's called. It's the Holocaust something. Yeah. Well, um, she's also um, mentioned Mangala. You know, Mangala. Oh, it's Mangala again on the same train as the rest of these right. uh, so-called truthers. Uh, you know, uh, like a Cherry Ten, Ten Penny, or you know David Martin, and all these people that will never, ever, ever name the Jew. You know, behind it's infuriating, and it's really infuriating. And uh, yeah, I have a couple of uh, articles to mention. Just the, the the current show trials underway with the uh, COVID shots. I'll I'll mention those though after the break. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Complicit news media all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cucks. There's this wonderful thing it's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships 
came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Back here on the Alternative Media, folks, Richard Carey filling in for Fair and Shof, and I'm here today with the hosts of the former Revision Media broadcast, Falling Dominoes. I have Gregory McGill and William Rapillum, and be sure to check out William's current broadcasts here on RBN. We were just discussing how there's so much of a call for the Nuremberg 2.0 uh, for these COVID shots and how, well... Those who do not learn from true history, actual history, are doomed to repeat it. But, yeah, they're starting to move along on these show trials, these kangaroo courts, just like James Spetzer and Wolfgang Halbig dealt with for Sandy Hook. You know, just like the show trials we had for the 9-11 Commission, just like what we were describing, the, the blueprint laid out with the Nuremberg trials so long ago. So some of the recent developments, updates... Well, let's see. The FBI and the State Department had missed their deadline to produce COVID origin information to the House panel. Okay, Um, and that was reported on the 14th of March. So we just had that development. And then judge rejects request from Moderna moving key COVID-19 vaccine case to discovery. And uh, that was originally from Epoch Times reporting on that. But Pfizer's been in the news a lot about concealing documents and how much damage they knew, even in their uh, alleged uh, trials uh, with people. Of course, it was just mostly mice who died, right? Uh, (laughs) And now it's ready for humans now. But uh, so, yeah, we have 
uh, more talk of how, you know, well, some people think that there's going to be some sort of um, justice in this realm. Uh, but you know, the most recent one I have is, let's see, Blacklisted News had this originally from Cryptogon. Confidential Pfizer documents reveal pharmaceutical giant had, quote unquote, evidence suggesting, quote, in increased risk of myocarditis, unquote, following COVID-19 vaccinations in early 2022. So there is evidence that suggests patients who receive a COVID-19 vaccine are at an increased risk of myocarditis. Onset was typically within several days after mRNA COVID-19 vaccination from Pfizer or Moderna, and cases have occurred more often after the second dose than the first dose. Uh, the reasons for male predominance in myocarditis and pericarditis incidents post-COVID-19 vaccination, that is, remain unknown. The pattern of cases conform, as per the label, to a pattern of myocarditis cases continuing in majority of young males between 29 years of age with, within the first two weeks post-vaccination. Well, we know that there are all different um, eras. You know, when you first take the shot that day, you know, you could have a, a, a reaction or, or death uh, in the first couple of weeks, uh, months to follow. A lot of people are, doctors are projecting, you know, five-year mark, 10-year mark, we're going to see actually uh, a sharp, uh, noticeable uh, increases as well on the charts once we get there. And that could very well be the case because so many systems in the body are affecting, they're saying the lifespan reduced no matter what across the board with each booster as well. Uh, so, and let's see, there's a little more here. Since April, 2021, increased cases of myocarditis and pericarditis have been reported in the United States after mRNA COVID-19 vaccination, Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna particularly in adolescents and young adults, uh, CDC 2021, page 18. Some of those others had reference pages. Again, you can find this at Blacklisted News, Source Cryptogon. Myocarditis events were defined as encounters with a billing or encounter diagnosis consistent with an ICD-10-CM or SNOMEDCT code, for if that means anything to scientists out there, for myocarditis, which fell within two weeks of receiving dose one, two, or three of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. And incident rates of myocarditis were measured for each vaccine dose with denominator signifying the total number of patients receiving that dose and numerator signifying a total number of patients meeting the above criteria for an encounter for myocarditis following that dose. When they get so technical, they just make everyone fall asleep and any significance gets destroyed. I, I shouldn't have even read some of that, folks. But well, uh, I will, Greg, you know, Gregory, I mean, you haven't been on the air as much during like the, uh, the well, the aftermath of the original lockdowns. But uh, I don't know. Do you want to comment more? Therefore, you know, voice what you've been seeing develop uh, and up until now. We all have friends and family, you know, in the independent media here. You know, I hear hosts oh, yeah. all the time talking friends and family who, who won't believe them, think they're nuts. And even more so since the lockdowns of these shots and have taken the shots. So, I don't know. What's your story? <laughs> uh, well, I think I think you uh, hit on it that it's only just begun, and this is a long-term thing. We're going to start seeing, and there's going to be phases of it. And uh, right now, and we're seeing people drop like flies already, and it's just started. So yeah, of course, we all have family that uh, taken it, and friends, and and the whole you know, so many people are. If you bring anything up, they're just 
I, I don't know if you guys know, you know Jim Brewer, right? The comedian. Well, he's hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's been on this Great. stuff, like nailing. Awesome. So, like, Great. one of his things is like, just say, oh, oh, people are dropping like flies. And he's like, where'd you hear that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it sounds like he well, could become the next George Carlin. Wow, that's good that he's developing. You, he, I always he have, is, like, he's, he's doing, it's, uh, you got to pull up his stand up. It's brilliant. He's awesome. He's right on. He's one, he's one of the leading guys. I think out there right now that's, uh, you know, and, and crazy enough, Roseanne is stepping up also. Oh, Ross God. Snyder, God. We, I know. I, can you believe it? We have a few that are starting to, you know, speak out and they don't care about getting canceled and they're taking them on. I figured, I figured you know, she'd be on the see. view with Whoopi or something, you know, but. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can't, can you believe that show is still on the air? Jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Whoopi loves Biden. Richard, it's it's just ridiculous. We're just beginning to start to see it. And we see it because our eyes have been open for a while. But a lot of people, it's going to have to get really bad before they'll ever even. And I think a lot of folks are scared. <clears throat> they're just very scared now. So they're not going to. They're going to react to fear anytime you bring it up. So that, before that I whole, touch a bit more. I hear that. You know, that's that's how it's going. That's right. how they react. And you're a conspiracy theorist, of course, if you bring it up. And uh you know, so of course we we know what we're we know what we're, we're up against. Uh, none of us have any qualms about. We know exactly what we're up against. It's just uh, you know some people might gradually wake up now. Hopefully, I don't know. My my not. And, and you think back to uh, what the Bolsheviks did in Russia when you see what's developing now, Gregory. Well, yeah, that's they just, they just go from the same playbook, right? That they've always yeah. done. Yeah, and on we, so many we, fronts, to play not just the. Sh- yeah, not just the shots. I mean, the the two tier justice Everything. system, critical critical race theory, and all this. Right. You know. But uh, gra- like they just did it before. But before we shift topics too much, I mean, William, do you want to comment on the the same that I proposed to Gregory? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in the Bolshevik Revolution, the Gulag Archipelago, our, our Alexander Solzhenitsyn, the old captain of the Red Army, who got given he they gave him a tenor. Uh, uh, you know, you got a tenor which is 10 year sentence uh, for the stupidest little things. They had to fill quotas there in terms of throwing people in jail. So now when the Jews overthrew Russia in 1917, when they killed the Tsar and his family as an effort to uh, destroy Christianity throughout Europe and get rid of all the monarchies, the Christian monarchies, which represented the people a lot better than democracy represents the people. I'll tell you right now. Oh yeah. Much better. Uh, uh, (laughs) Because they represented a race, a culture, and, you know, actual diversity in the world. So can't have diversity in the world. You're blending everybody together and you're just creating a big mud pot. That's exactly what the Jews exactly. are doing uh, right now. They're yep. in the process of doing that. They need to exterminate the white race in order to do that or blend them out. You know, uh, and uh, so that's what's happening. They started doing that with World War One and World War II. Uh, the Civil War yep. was an absolute uh, fantastic effort on their part to uh, exterminate the white race. Got the, all the all the white boys killing each other uh, in the yep. on the battlefield. There, uh, brothers even brothers and cousins killing. No each more other. brother that war. Was a horrific war. And then uh, no Germany more brother being, war. Yeah, brother wars. Yeah, Bro- Germany. We, the United States Another going over. Greg, let me finish. The United States going over there and uh, attacking Germany uh, as a, another brother war. You know, I mean, it's an absolute tragedy. The gr- World War II is the greatest tragedy in all of human history because it was the last effort that uh, anyone made, and that was Adolf Hitler, a heroic effort to try to stop 
Bolshevism from spreading across the whole world, the world, you know, world Jewry, international Jewry. Mm. Uh, wake up, folks. That's what it is. It's Jewry. OK, that's the bottom of the rabbit hole. Uh, it's not the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is uh, Judified. OK, the Catholic Church is just Judified. OK, it's an institution yep. that's been Jewified. All right. OK, it's not real Christianity <laughs> either, by the way. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of pushback on that one, I'm sure, from people. Okay? Well, I don't mean yeah, to offend yeah, anybody. Right. I know there's a lot of Catholics out there, and there's a lot of good Catholic people. But what I'm saying is that the uh, the church, the church itself, what I'm saying is that the Christ never intended there to be an organized church. God never intended for there to be an organized church. Okay, there wasn't an organized church uh, prior to Christ, okay, uh, during the times of the Old Testament. Uh, and, you know, after uh, after Christ. That's not what was meant. What what? So what ends up happening is people get indoctrinated through through an institution. What you're supposed to do is have a uh, you're supposed to have a personal relationship uh, with God by reading the Bible and getting to know it. It's a really hard thing to do. I know it's hard to, hard to do it, um, but uh, you know I I started getting passionate about reading the Bible because I read David Duke's books, which are so politically fantastically factual, and they cite all these Jewish publications. And he points out how the covenant uh, clearly is not with the Jews. It says it in Hebrews 8, which is a New Testament book in Hebrews 8, where it points out that the new covenant, and it's in, there, it's in other places too, the new covenant, is with those who follow Christ, not with the Jews. So, um, you know, all these Christians that think that the Jews are God's chosen people, that's because they're, they're believing the doctrine of the organized church. They're not reading the Bible themselves. They're not having a personal relationship of their own with Christ, with God. And and so that's what's missing. That's what we are supposed to do. So um, anyway, I uh, got, went on a, a bit of a tangent yep. there. Yeah, no, no, you're good. And I mean, I wanted to go to two different places to fit in other topics slightly uh, the rest of this hour, I mean, on on the uh, banking and also on the the war zone and parallels to mm. Second World War. Right. I, I mean, well, with the with the uh, banking crisis, there's an interesting little fact here, factoid. Biden, as well as Chuck Schumer, uh, Schumer, he's the one who who stressed how his name uh, originally means. Uh, I forget. I we've got to play that speech again sometime. But uh, okay, Biden and Schumer, uh, Zio Schumer. Took cash you from liar, Silicon, shook, took cash from Silicon Valley Bank affiliates before the collapse. Okay, they knew to get their money out. They right. were among the insiders, Biden and Schumer. Mm. Uh, just so people are aware, and uh, too big to fail bank in Europe is literally on the brink of collapse. Uh, we have that from Michael Schneider. Uh, Blacklisted News has it, but I'll see Schneider on uh, Investment Watch blog as well. A lot. That's a good source. But uh, no, uh, I see a lot of. Parallels, Gregory. You've covered a lot. I mean, from your parents, your father, grandfather, uncles, whatever. I mean, originally came your revisionist history uh, teachers. So you early, early on were you've been woke your whole life, basically. Uh, awake? No, not really. Actually, I, I, I for a little, yeah, I shouldn't say woke. Did I say did I say woke? Uh, yeah, I, 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 well, I, 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 I knew what you meant. That's, that's, you know, a, that's, that's completely that different there. <laughs> you know they stole that term from us, right? Remember, we used to say that, and, and then they took it. Just well, like awoke. It, we would say awoke, A-W-O-K-E. Right. We'd or say it more proper. They're say saying it more the, the yeah. ghetto ghetto version, woke, right. you, know, you know. Yeah, right, so, yeah. right. So they're distorting well, it for the, yeah. 
their uh, their proxy armies, I think, uh, to appeal. Right. But um, no, I mean the parallels to did start that. A lot of people say, well, you know, Hitler didn't have to invade Russia, and before that, uh, I mean, the, others say it was inevitable, and and uh, you know that, right. that it was a preemptive strike. But more importantly, at the moment, I mean, I want to talk about when he went into Poland. What was happening to the ethnic Germans in Poland and and, and what mm-hmm. Putin did, even though we don't think that Putin's 100 percent without control from Jewish power in some ways, maybe, you know, who, who's to say? But right know. now, right now, you know, I mean, he, he has traditionalist values in his country. We could see that uh, he's not anti-white over there at the moment. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I heard about some anti-Semitism laws in that in a recent decade. Uh, you know, we've had some people who contest it. But regardless, OK. There are a lot of parallels as far as what had been going on since 2014, treatment of Russians in Ukrainian territories, and the parallels to uh, World War II uh, leading up to 1938, uh, entering Poland, uh, Hitler's decision. Gregory, could you comment on that? You probably know a bit more about uh, you know, that early stage of World War II than a lot of us. Well, first of all, there's a lot more going on in Ukraine than just that, even though that's a part of it. Ukraine is probably the dirtiest, one of the dirtiest places on earth. And they're cleaning it up. I mean, the biolabs are there, the uh, uh, hub of human trafficking that's going on. Uh, and then, like you say, the, the, the ethnic Russians that are being persecuted there, uh, like, like they did to the Germans in the Danzig Corridor and all that area that, that was prior to World War II uh, was all German, you know, it was all German territory. And they stole it from, they amputated it after uh, uh, Versailles, and the people there, overwhelmingly, in like 98% or whatever, whatever ridiculous, all, huge landslide it was, voted it in. They had referendums. They wanted, to, they wanted to go back into Germany. That's what the people wanted. And, of course, then the Bolsheviks were going in there and slaughtering them. And Hitler just said, that's enough. We're not going to be killing off our people anymore. So they went in there and they, you know, did, did their business. They had to. And the same thing with what happened with Russia. I mean... Uh, uh, Stalin had 30,000 T-34 tanks mounted, ready to go. And, I mean, the Germans knew that an invasion was imminent. It was imminent. They were coming. They were, they were just, they were massing to get ready to go into Germany. And they knew it, and they had, they had, to, they had, to, they had to go in there. Now, did Hitler make some mistakes? Absolutely. And he probably should have listened to his generals. We all know that he made a lot of military blunders. And he, he did. Uh, but, um... You know, like not going for the oil fields in the Urals and instead attacking Stalingrad, that probably wasn't a great idea, you know, in hindsight. But going into Russia definitely is what they had to do at the time. They, I don't think they had any, I don't stand any choice. William? Um, well, I don't know. Didn't he have to go through Stalingrad first to get to the Ural Mountains? I don't know the geography. Uh, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but maybe I'm wrong. I think the Ural right. Mountains are a little further south, maybe. Stalingrad's a little more north. Well, yeah, um, it was a lot further. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so, no, Hitler was a deliberating, he was not a crazy maniac like they say he was. He made right. many peace overtures first before going into Poland first. You're spot on about that. Oh, yeah. There was also che- uh, Czechoslovakia, the turducken state. Uh, you know what a turducken is, right? It's a turkey, duck, and chicken put together. That's what uh, <laughs> Czechoslovakia was. It, they took four different states after the Treaty of Versailles, and they Jewified it and made it into right. a communist there state under Edward Beans. All right, so there were uh, territories that were German, the Sudetenlands, which were also cut up and yep. given to Czechoslovakia, and they're being persecuted just like they were being persecuted in Poland in the in the in west west 
in the, in the wet West Prussia, the Danzig corridor, and also in East Prussia, which was completely cut off from uh, Germany, except for by, by the Baltic Sea to go over there. Well, um, so, so, but there, but there was also this, the Molotov Ribbentrop Pact between Germany uh, and, and, and Russia, you know, prior to, uh, in, you know, where they agreed, you know, we would not invade Poland. Well, the non-aggression pact, yeah. Right. Well, you know, Hitler had no choice. Uh, and and then um, Stalin, Stalin was getting ready to break that pact because he uh, was was uh, well, I mean, he was going to oh, not necessarily that pact. But uh, there if you read uh, Tell the Truth and Shame the Devil by Gerard Mnuchin, a half Jew who has a fantastic this fantastic book, Tell the Truth and Shame the Devil, Gerard Mnuchin, not not to be mistaken, there's another title out there. Tell the truth and shame the devil by some um, black woman. It's not the same book, but um, he he talks about all of the reasons why Hitler and the Germans went into every single country, including uh, including uh, uh, Norway, uh, including you know um, the, the Blitzkrieg when right. they went into Netherlands, and then uh, but but most importantly, Romania had the oil fields, and the Russians were mounting. Uh, around that and getting ready to go in and take over that. If they'd have done that, they would have been toast. The Germans would have been toast. The Germans are landlocked right. on all sides. They were landlocked yep. and being attacked on three different sides by three different fronts, by France, by um, by England, by Russia, and then the United States as well. You know, it was just Germany and, uh, and it was Germany, Italy, and Japan against the rest of the world, essentially. Now, I know there were other territories. I forgot what they were. But um, yeah, there were other part of the Axis powers, um, but it was the allies against the Axis powers and uh, and they were far outnumbered. The Germans have a superior military against everybody, really, and superior discipline and plus superior conduct and a code of conduct that doesn't make any sense that Germans would carry out a genocide against any people at all. That's right. not the nature of the German people. The German are, are the nope. most upstanding people on the planet they are the sweetest nicest people you'll ever know that you'll ever meet so it made no sense so when the, the kids of the, of the of the parents that were uh you know alive during world war ii were like why didn't you do something uh they said well we don't know we didn't know anything about it we didn't know what was going on because it wasn't going on and so monica and alfred schaefer have pointed this out in, in monica's six minute video that they had to go to prison for for their speech crime of making a an alternative uh 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 version of history the the truthful version of history they were thrown in prison both of them alfred for four years he's threatened with another uh going back again now he's going to be on actually uh today with janice barcello uh in in wow. at one o'clock so listen into that if you can um isn't it fantastic i mean look at all the great people we talked to an in interview here and uh and just how how close we are to the pulse of this whole entire thing it's just incredible you know, it's just uh, I can't. You know, I I would never want to be a famous person. To me, this is the greatest honor ever is to be able to know these, talk to these people, um, people like the Schaefers, uh, interview all, all the different authors. People are trying to get the truth out there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the, no, no. Uh, Germany had every reason to go and uh, and and invade Russia. They they had to do that. They had to go and clean up. And, and to top it off, okay, listen, in um. In during the Tsar days, uh, the Tsar, uh, I think it was in the late 1800s. I think it was the second Tsar, Tsar, Tsar Alexander II, um, who 
they sequestered the Germans to come into Ukraine to help them farm because the Germans were very good farmers and they needed help in the breadbasket of the world, which was the Ukraine. Um, and so there were many ethnic Germans that were living in the Ukraine and the Ukraine needed to be liberated from communism because the Ukraine had suffered the Holodomor in the early 1930s. The Holodomor was when Stalin and yep. his, his sidekick Jewish brother, Lazar Kaganovich, had uh, starved, and with Gangrich Yagoda as well, had starved the uh, uh, ethnic Germans that were living in Ukraine to death. Seven million of them. Some, uh, you know, the, the number is somewhere between uh, five and ten million, maybe five and fifteen million people that were that were just starved to death uh, in the Holodomor. Um, so just keep that in mind for a second there when you kind of say, oh, Hitler invaded Russia for no reason. It's so stupid and ignorant to say something that like that. And it's not your fault. You've been mm -hmm. deprived of the of the information and you haven't done the right. deep dive dig on it like the, like we have. But now that you got the information, don't you want to go do the deep dive dig on it and, fig and figure out what happened? Of course you do, because, you know, you're just like <laughs> us. <laughs> no, I'm too scared. <laughs> it's well, scary. Well, we... The truth is scary. I've been lied to. Well, you know what they say. Well, what Mark Twain said, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince them that they've been fooled. And that's the biggest thing. No one ever wants to admit they were wrong and that they got duped. You know, well, we all did. We all got duped. And it's not ending. You know? So and they'll always be lying to us. You have to dig. You're right. You got to dig. And and no one wants to admit the the white and no one wants to admit the white genocide that's happening right now in Europe and America. Oh, no. You know, uh, you know, we just played uh, that uh, Barbara Lerner Specter clip on my show this week, Gregory. And uh, right. yeah, we had we have some people still reacting. You know, I thought that they already heard this from the past times when we've been over it, but mm -hmm. some people forget some of the most important details. You know, that that line out what's happening. And many people don't want to blame not just illegal immigration, but legal immigration as destroying right. our white Western culture and, and immigration. You know, how vital it is to have. Yes, our well, countries cool. like anyone else. I, hey, but I we'll, gotta, we'll be back. I hear the music. We'll be back with the second hour, taking okay, your we'll calls, the all the hour. all second hour, taking your calls we'll here with Gregory and William. We'll be right back, folks. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. 
anymore. Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 